Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast. Let's get ready to drink. Hey, Tyler, how you doing? Uh, well, I started drinking before the podcast for the first time, I think maybe ever. No, we've definitely drank before the podcast uh, before. No, we... For sure. Okay, now, you you definitely have. <laughs> I don't know if I have. You've been you've gotten onto the podcast already drunk. This is... More um, than once, and it devolved into nearly unlistenable chaos. I have a um, new roommate, new old roommate, yeah. uh, Mitchell, who's an uh, alum of this podcast, is now living with me upstairs, and uh, his girlfriend, Bella, um, was home today just... Uh, Picking, picking some plants. What do you do with them? Yeah. Um, she was doing something with plants, and then I had a couple pints down the pub. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to drink when I get home before the podcast. And then I was like, hey, want to have a drink? And she was like, okay. So we had a couple drinks, looked at a cat, and uh, my neighbor's cat was in my backyard just chilling. And we were wow. just watching it like we were at the zoo. And nice. Then, uh, and then you came over, and we kept drinking, and then now we're here recording. Honestly, why the fuck don't you have a cat? Uh, number one, it's in the agreement, the landlord agreement, not to have animals. I same. Uh, I'm allergic. I have two. I'm allergic to them. Uh, you will become not allergic by having one around you all the time. That's my friend thought that when he was allergic to peanuts, and yeah. he uh, he died. I think that's a little different, but um, I don't think it is. So number three, um, there's times where I just disappear for weeks at a time. I when. Well, yeah, you don't know because I I'm disappeared. <laughs> I gonna say we got a pretty regular schedule going. Um, yeah, I I, it I don't think you know how cats work. It doesn't happen as much anymore, but I used to just like not come home for weeks when I was on like benders. Yeah, no, I, that doesn't happen anymore. Not I, anymore. I think your benders happen right here <laughs> in this room. Oh well, yeah, like okay, I was gonna say like over there. <laughs> yeah, over it's, there. Uh, basically in this room. Yeah. yeah, in the chair beside me. Yeah. Yeah. That no, I think uh, I think you should get a naked cat. I think a sphinx cat or a boy. I feel like I don't have. Like I think it's selfish for poor people to get pets. I would say that's true for dogs. I don't think that's true for cats. Okay. Cats don't need your... Like, cat... Well, I'll... Uh, the caveat here is get two so that they can hang out together because, like, I had one cat for a little bit and it was definitely depressed because, I mean, we are gone all the time, whatever, for work, eight hours at a time at least. And, yeah, the cat was definitely, like, a little bit dejected and depressed and would have kind of moped around and laid around all day. Got a second cat, entirely changed. Like, their body language, totally improved. Energy, whatever. Uh, get two. They fucking hang out with each other. And, like, if you want to, like, go out and do something with your cat, they're like, fuck no, I want to stay home. Like, they just want to be home. They're, like, they're house cats. There's a reason they're called house cats is because they fucking love it in the house, and they want to be there, and they want to hang out together, and that's all they want to fucking do. They sleep 18 hours a day. They see you a Me little too. bit. Exactly. Like, they're the perfect pet because they're not, like, emotionally dependent like dogs are, and they don't require all this exercise, whatever. They can fucking run around the house, exercise themselves. You get a bunch of toys and whatever, gizmos and gadgets, and they fucking enjoy themselves. Let them out in the backyard. You have a fucking massive yard. Literally just let them out once a day, and you will never forget because they'll scream at you until you do. <laughs> and then 
yeah, they'll be happy as shit, and then you have a cuddle buddy. And it's like, cats are so low maintenance. It's awesome. So you should definitely inoculate yourself by uh, snorting cat dander. Yeah, yeah. Business advice from <laughs> yours truly to one of those stonks. Um, welcome, everyone, to episode 110 of Alcohol Beyond This Point, the podcast where we debate cat topics, both sober and drunk, to see if we come to the same cat collusions. Wow. Did you like that? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, actually. <laughs> I'm so glad you said it, that I didn't have to do that on the record. <laughs> um, today, we are talking about cats. What You know what's interesting, I think, about um, how much money people spend on, on their pets? Too much. I think that's a crazy, crazy business. It is. Um, I, I think the veterinary racket is a pretty good racket. Veterinary non-withstanding like cat toys oh yeah well bark box i mean i just go to dollarama and get like good cat toys you can get like fucking catnip toys at dollarama and it's and they last just as long as the other ones and it's fucking cheap like i spend like no money outside of like food and litter which is pretty cheap um the vet bills are the worst part. I know people that have dogs that have spent like $5,000 between like two vet visits. Yeah. And I'm, I like, that blows my fucking mind. I'm like, I can't imagine doing that. I think I've like. You're I, just having your dog die? Like, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> that's the ultimatum. It's like, what the fuck? Spend five grand or let your best friend die. It's like, what are you yeah. going to do? You're going to max out your fucking credit card. Like, yeah, you, you just do it. Yeah, it is kind of like a weird position that they're putting you in. It is. Where it's like, and it's not like. It's like, does it, is is that, I don't know if that's a fair price either. Nobody knows. Yeah, who's that's, gonna, that's who's, actually a good point. Because like what, there's kind of like market rates for stuff. Right. And the market rate for like cat care is that much. And we don't, and we don't have to pay for health care yeah. because we're not fucking barbarians. And so we don't really have a reference for like what healthcare costs. But yeah. I, but we hear about the Americans getting fucked all the time. We're like, we hear it's expensive. Yeah. And so we maybe, know, maybe it is expensive. Yeah. Right? And being a veterinarian and like doing surgery and all that stuff, it's like, it's almost as, it's like. You still went to school for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Like it's basically like being an MD, except you don't have to learn about as many drugs, I guess. My favorite is like all the, um, I think it's almost like a trope. It's so common. Like all the mafia movies where they always go to a vet right. to like get the bullet out of them or whatever because they're doctors, but they won't, well, <laughs> but then they'll take the money. You well, know what I mean? I've, I've also heard that like vets are more skilled because they have to learn about so many different types of biology. You don't think cats and lizards have the same biology? I think they're all the same. They're just different hats, basically. I would like to see the guy who just got a surgery for his lizard. It's like... Come on. It's like that is a one-way relationship there. The rest, that guy does that lizard does not give a fuck I, about you. I really like lizards and snakes and stuff, but I would never get one as a pet, I don't think, because exactly what you're saying, uh they don't like reptiles don't have the capacity to feel love right. or attachment or anything. Yeah. They can't feel complex emotions. They can only feel base like hunger, thirst, sex, basically me. But um, they physically, their brains cannot comprehend yeah. anything more than that, like cats and dogs can. So it's like, I feel like, 
because the only reason they hug you is because they're cold blooded yeah. and you're warm and yeah. they're like, Oh, <laughs> dope. But it's like, they do not, they like, and it's not like they, they're like, you know, people always make the joke. They're like, Oh, cats don't actually love you. They're just being dicks. It's like a snake physically cannot love you. Yeah. Like it can't feel love. Well, even cats are kind of a little bit sus. It's like, they're very loving and cuddly and whatever. But then you see your cat, and then you hear about people who just have, like, neighborhood cats. Like, like I don't have a cat, but there's this neighborhood cat that, like, comes to my door every day, and we hang out, and we're best friends, and we have this amazing relationship. Yeah, Asia, we were just watching her in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, and I was at this um, local bar, which I won't name, and they've got, like, a cat that comes in every day, and they feed it, and, like, jumps up on the bar top, and then, like, tries to snipe your food and hangs out with you. <laughs> and um, whatever, it's a warm, cuddly experience. And it's like that... But as, like, the owner of the cat seeing that, it's like, oh, this cat is, like, some five other people's best friend in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like you're being cheated on because <laughs> it's like you thought I had this relationship with your cat, but really it just has that relationship with anyone that feeds it. It's <laughs> just like, oh. Uh, yeah, like, one of my cats, like, abs- like, loves other people way more than me. And I'm like, what? what is this? What am I doing this for? Like my ex-wife. Exactly. That bitch loved anything with a credit me and, me so and my, any business advice was me and my wife uh agreed to only smoke after sex because we're uh, both quitting i haven't smoked since 1975 but she's up to three packs a day <laughs> rodney dangerfield <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. He, that, that oh was my, where the, that's a lot of fucking that was when the my wife hates me jokes peaked was Rodney. right the only person that can do it well like is rodney dangerfield and, and before him yeah after him it's just sad <laughs> but yeah. he yeah. was so good at it yeah the my wife likes to talk after sex so she calls me from a hotel room it's <laughs> so good and it's always like one-liners yeah. like it's just so good you don't do comedy like that anymore right no like, mitch Hedburn's the last one i can think of that like did like proper one-liners yeah Rice is really good when you want to eat 7,000 of something. <laughs> it's like, that's a great joke. And that's it. Right. But now like you go to see comedians. Like I just saw Burt Kreischer a few weeks yeah. ago and he's great. He's funny, but it's like, you know, he tells 10 jokes. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a whole setup. He's telling a story. You, you yeah. know, you have little punchlines in the story, obviously, yeah. but you're not, you know, but like you go to Mitch Hedburn stone. He's fucking, he's, he would say 7,000 jokes. Cause they're all one liners. Yeah. Right. Like, so it, the comedy is, I guess, evolved, right. Yeah. To storytelling. Um, but that that's an interesting Yeah, Burke Kreischer talking about his wife. He's like, Yeah, oh, this man. bitch runs my life. <laughs> it's like I wouldn't be able to survive without her. <laughs> he was so funny. I won't like because he's still on tour for yeah. that same tour, so I won't spoil um, bits. any of the bits, but uh, he's he's got a movie coming out. Yeah. Based on um his famous machine joke. Right. Where the Russian mafia comes to get him afterwards or something. Nice. Um and uh, Mark Hamill like Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. is playing his father. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so that'll be funny. But uh, yeah, he's great. I saw him live uh, just a few weeks ago and he was, uh, yeah, really fucking funny. Like it was, uh, yeah, everything you see him on, um, on the clips and the TVs and stuff is the same. Like he's like my favorite part of him is he makes himself laugh. Yeah. And his fucking high pitched squealing fucking laugh. <laughs> that's and he's why, just that's like, like the entire thing that makes two bears, one cave worth listening <laughs> just to him, yeah. is him laughing but, at his own shit. But he does it 
like yeah you like would just see it live just like the energy was so yeah. good right and he's like doing crowd work and he's talking to these people and then he was making himself laugh on the insult he was about to say to them yeah. and he's just like <laughs> it's so like laughing at your own punchline literally oh it's, it was yeah it was a really good show and i called his daughter halfway through it and like put the phone to the mic and everything yeah. uh, it's, um yeah because she came up with a joke and he stole it <laughs> and then somebody in the audience was like uh I can spoil this part because it was like it was audience stuff, so it's obviously he can't. He's not yeah. gonna redo it. But um, someone in the audience was like, "You got to pay her for that joke or something." But we didn't really hear what he said, so we, we it sounded like sexual. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What are you saying about my daughter?" And it was just like he so, was so embarrassed. He kept trying to repeat what he was saying, but he like couldn't get it out. Yeah, like properly where the audience could hear him and then other people started trying to yell out what he what he, they thought he was saying yeah. <laughs> it just became a shit show and it was so funny you have to compensate her and then he had this uh he had this opener that was just crowd work like he didn't have right. any bits he was yeah. just talking to the audience and which i really respect with comedians because it's yeah. like that's so fucking hard to do yeah i know that, like i think you have like some like base insults that you like have in your head and right. you kind of like find people that you can like put those two right but like a lot of it is like you gotta be thinking on your feet right it's tough so he had an opener for him that was like from california or whatever and uh was just doing crowd work and there was this guy right in the fucking front row that had a broken uh broken leg or something a mm. broken broken shoulder and he asked him why and he's like oh i slipped on the ice and he's like and you're from here he's like yeah he's like this fucking winnipegger <laughs> like <laughs> slipped on the ice so they kept calling him like shoulders or something the entire show and then all the other comedians kept calling him that like he's like oh yeah there's shoulders i see him <laughs> like uh, just, yeah it was good that's right. a good show yeah Co- comedy is an interesting um uh, art. art yeah uh you could say business <laughs> yeah I, I i still think we need to do the whole uh do some shrooms and go to a comedy show i don't think you'll want to see me like You've seen me how much I laugh on mushrooms, <laughs> like without jokes. It'd be so disruptive. I would be so disruptive. Yeah, I, uh, I, I have this get, thro- bit. get thrown out of a comedy show for laughing too much. <laughs> Fuck! What a great story that would be. What, what was the bit? Oh, the the tearless bit that Sophie just reminded me of. Mm. We were at the cabin and we were playing. Um, God, me and Carly just pulled this bit the other night. We fucking <laughs> lost it. so good. Like, I completely forgot about this bit. I did it, like, a last summer, and now I forgot about it, but then my friend reminded me about it. <laughs> so we were playing Cards Against Humanity, but I was too fucked up to play. So I was like, I'm just going to lie down on the couch and not play, but I was, like, right beside them, so I was listening to them play. And... uh I don't know why it was in my head, but like those stupid YouTube like tier lists, um, like yeah, who fucking voices the, those things? Okay, so the guy the if you if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. The kid, it's become a meme now, but he was like counting down like Bur- Burger King foot lettuce, like that kid. Just Google Burger King foot lettuces. There's probably a know your meme. Yeah, like that's a famous one that everyone's parodied. Yeah, so that was just in my fucking head. So I was lying on the couch facing away from you like staring at the wall and then one of you would make like a because we're playing cards against humanity so one of you would like make a joke about like i don't even remember what they were but it was like you know 
transform like someone said transformer and then i was like top 10 transformers but then i was i wasn't like hesitating i was like getting through 10 of whatever you were yeah. saying like, I, I the don't... bit the bit was impeccable and the best thing was <laughs> everyone you, just let me talk you were uninvolved in the game you were across the room and not facing us so we just had to sit there and listen because it's not like you were actually interacting with us it was like a soundtrack playing from the other room and then we just like sat there and listened to it and fucking laughed after asses off because <laughs> oh man number seven numbers and like yeah i was just like and it would just be the most ridiculous things whatever you were talking about yeah and it was just and me and uh, me and my girlfriend were reading like a listicle in bed the other night and it was like i don't know it was about like travel or something like that and then we we're just going through and she's like number seven <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> And then just, yeah, it's a it's a fucking thing now. It's a, it's a that's it a good a, bit. And then my other bit. bit was the probably the happiest I've been since puberty was uh, was the bit was um, since... Tyler is the type of bloke to do this. Um, it's still going. It's still going. But that was just my, I did them for probably what a hundred of them, maybe more, way more over <laughs> <laughs> way over, more over like a. 10 hour period we're but it was that was like the perfect we were sitting on the dock like on mushrooms allegedly and like there was there was northern lights at a time at a certain point and we were all just like sitting in lawn chairs just like looking up at the sky and it was like and then i kept coming up with these tyler's the type of bloke to i don't know where like where one of those fucking um one of those uh, pajama hats, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and that would be the joke. But then, like, they kept getting more nonsensical as the night went on. Yeah. And to the point where I would think of one, and I was laughing so hard I couldn't breathe. Like, I couldn't get it out. Because I'd just be like, Tyler's the type of bloke. And then just start fucking laughing. And um, Eventually deliver the joke. Eventually, yeah. And then, again, at a certain point, this is your fault. For just like all of you, mm-hmm. for enable, well, you're letting me do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, yeah, know, it's my fault. Yeah. When I start a top ten list and you let me get through like seven of them, like <laughs> at a certain point, you're not being like, okay, Willows. <laughs> like, um, it's funny, but uh, and then I remember this has stuck with me since then. This was like two two years ago, um, where afterwards we were coming down and I was like hungry as fuck. I was like eating a bunch of shit. I'm talking to Mitch and I'm like. Man, my fucking like cheeks hurt from smiling so much. <laughs> and I'm like, wouldn't it be wild if I was just like, you know, high and like smiling and happy all the time? And then Mitch is like, Willows, that's what normal people are. <laughs> like just high or just happy all the time. And I'm like, oh shit. And then that's when I'm like, I am depressed. <laughs> <laughs> people just feel that way. Yeah, people just. So speaking of uh, fixing depression with mushrooms, have you ever heard of. Uh... You know what a heroic dose is? No, maybe. maybe so you explain it's it. over. It's like five grams or more. Okay. Dose of psilocybin, like in one, one go. Okay. Which is, if you're listening, that's a fair amount. Like that's a lot. That's a lot. I think yeah. the highest dose I've ever done was like one and a half to two. And we're back. Uh, we had to say some <laughs> semi-illegal things. <laughs> so heroic dose is what's being used, uh, like the five-gram dose is what's being used in like clinical trials right now for uh, like clinical psycho- uh, psychologists using MDMA in like a session. And, and magic mushrooms. Yeah. Here's the most intense part is 
I found out that they're doing this like in a con- obviously in a controlled environment with a therapist. Um, they're doing screenings before whatever, and these are f- very controlled uh, experiments. They're doing a heroic dose, five grams, with a fucking sleep mask on, like full blindfold, blackout. Yeah. <clears throat> Holy shit! So like it's. I, I, I sometimes, I struggle with that. Like, I don't, it's like getting caught looking in a mirror or like, I don't close my eyes, especially when I'm peeking. Like, I'm looking around, I'm like taking in stimulus. I was trying to imagine what it would be like to go through the entire cycle of that with a sleep mask on, with no so visual input. neither of us have ever done illicit drugs before. No. Uh, but let's right. Let's just LARP quick. Yeah. That we are people that understand how drugs work. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure from my hypothetical experience, like I feel like psilocybin at least, I'm not really hallucinating without stimulant. I get visuals. You get them way worse than I do, though. I get very intense. It visuals, hits you yeah. fast and out of nowhere and for, hard, like all the time. <laughs> like we I always make fun of you for. I that. literally got halfway. I was eating my food and I got halfway through a sausage. I started eating the sausage sober and I got halfway through and I was too high to finish. Remember the Mario Kart time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't know how. I was on another planet. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I don't know how. Hypothetically, you get that, yeah, I don't know how you get that fucked up, but I feel like if I and that's like not on a big dose. That's like on a gram. Yeah, I feel like most of, like, if I need to, like, it's it's manipulating what I'm seeing. Yeah. More, like, because, like, LSD's different, right? Yeah. Like, and, well, and it's, like, it's different. Um, The chemistry in your brain, Yeah. what it's doing is different, yeah. right? So I don't know if it's able to really... It, it, interesting, because, I, like, um, I know that you your, your brain will start collu- um, creating hallucinations after, like, 12 hours in complete darkness. Yes. It'll like start filling itself in because it's like, why aren't we seeing anything? It'll start yeah. like fucking around. Yeah. And on psychedelics, it's like 12 seconds. Interesting. Yeah. Like if um, my experience, especially with hypothetically acid was uh, it, I would see just as much with my eyes closed as open. Okay. Yeah. Like, or, and especially if I was like in like a semi dark room, mm-hmm. I would be seeing just as much with my eyes closed, mm-hmm. if not more. Yeah, but acid's different than yeah. than mushrooms. I, I feel like mushrooms really... Okay, but also, that being said, five grams is a lot of mushrooms. Yeah, to and, do like and just... doing the, having the entire trip guided with a, to... with a sleep mask on. Yeah. Like, that's a... For, and first are they of all, talking to you, the yeah. therapist? Yeah. What, and just, like, what, talking to you about, like, the time you got molested? Like, trying to talk you through it's, it? It's, um... Like... It's going to be, from my understanding, between being like an amateur psychologist at this point, because my girlfriend's going through a master's program. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not claiming to be an amateur, but li- I've read about a lot of the theories and methods and like the different ways that therapy is conducted, and it's almost certainly um, like you going into the session would probably kind of set the goal and the goalposts of like and the subject matter of what you're going to discuss, and it's going to be very guided by the individual mm-hmm. uh, not by the therapist so they're not gonna be like so tell me about that time um it's they're not gonna like no um sh- not shanghai but like uh like drop it on you unexpectedly no yeah no, it's, it's gonna be they're there mm-hmm. the therapist is there 
to keep you on on track spirit guide what do they call yeah. it trip sitter yeah basically <laughs> Wait, they're you're trip a sitter, glorified yeah. trip sitter <laughs> yeah you're, you're a trip sitter that is like qualified to handle what's coming at you because most trip sitters like you're just there to make sure buddy don't die uh, and drink water and, right yeah. yeah but this is like does, a, tr a trip sitter that's psychologically helpful as well does the therapist have to have experience with psychedelics no i think that's a mistake i i would be on the f i don't think it's a mistake per se but i think it would be an advantage i think i think that's like a counselor that's never gone through any trauma in their life. Well, it's like any shaman that does um, like ayahuasca. Or yeah, they they are doing it constantly and are the most experienced with it. Yeah, because that's how you guide somebody else. Right. Because you're with experienced. Experience. I think if you don't know what they're feeling, I think that could almost be dangerous. It could be, but it's... You know what that's giving me the vibes of? Like... um the people that are like, well, if you don't want your kids to die of drugs overdoses, then just they should just not do drugs. Right. It's like they don't get it. Right. right. And they you can't explain to them abstinence is a solution it, for everything. How it works because they haven't been in that situation. Yeah. Right. And that's almost how I feel if someone is in a situation like that. I remember like with um. I don't, I won't use much detail but we were at a uh uh somebody's work functions christmas party and um <laughs> little easter egg for you if you're watching the video version of this podcast on uh, youtube.com slash vote willows but uh we were at yeah and um one of our or someone's girlfriend i ended up making feel very uncomfortable mm -hmm. Or not unco uncomfortable. Now it sounds like I'm a fucking sex pest. No, it wasn't it that. It was like scared almost. Like it yeah. was, but that was because they had no context of the, dr the drugs that I yeah. was on. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember what happened? I basically, yeah. More or less. I like from my, yeah, I grabbed them. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on their shoulder. Yeah. Um, and sh she thought it was like aggressive. Which but it I mean, was, it, well, it probably was, it but it was. It wasn't. It, it probably probably was, but it's yeah. more so like you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, no, it wasn't you're meant like, to be. It no, was. It yeah. was meant. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't know it my was, intention. It wasn't. But, yeah, it wasn't an act of aggression. It was more like you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Yeah, no, no, no. It was like, oh, this is a person I need to talk to now. Grab their shoulders to like bring them into my yeah. field of my realm of vision, right? Yeah. Like, but like, okay, now we're doing this. Yeah, like, you were in an intense moment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like when that person at the bar that's like really drunk needs to tell them how much they needs to need to tell you how much they love you. Yeah. It's it was like one of those situations. But it, but this is a person who has no experience with anything like, yeah, no, like that. Yeah. So they immediately took it very badly and then they hated me ever after that yeah and, and uh it, not not that i think they really like me to begin with but it's that it's, was like they never talked to me again yeah and, and it's fine <laughs> it's fine but that's almost like that so i'm just using my experience in something right. like that that's like i feel like if somebody not says the wrong thing but like maybe someone's like line of thought in right. a therapy session when they're on uh psychedelics goes a different way where the therapist can't relate. I almost feel like they could do damage to them if they're not like, yeah. Oh, I've been there or I know why you're thinking like that. Right. But I, well, so far the results have been really good. Like, yeah, but how many with, of these therapists have not done the, do we have data on that? 
Uh, that'd be interesting. It's that like would maybe, be interesting. Maybe they did, but didn't report it. Because I don't think I'd go to a. I wouldn't do that with a therapist that hasn't experienced it. Yeah. You know. I would. I don't know. I'm comfortable with the with the substance, hypothetically. Yeah. Well, hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. We would never do anything illegal. But this this is legal though. Uh, it this w- kind of therapy is legal within uh within the bounds of medical research so far. But it will. I I am certain it will become broadly. I'm something like a medical researcher myself. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be become broadly available. I'm sure. Like my my mom did a a a first aid class and yep. they brought it up. Psilocybin. Yeah. Okay. Of like being in medical studies and such, and like the positive impacts of of psilocybin and whatever. And this is like in small town Bible Belt town doing yeah. a first aid course, and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, the psychedelics are pretty good for you. Anyway. We're pretty good in Canada here um, yeah. for stuff like that. Yeah, it was like, there's no fear-mongering. It was like more, way more progressive than I would have ever expected, which Burning is Burning bush, cool. baby. Literally, which, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think uh, one of my, like my personal experience with it was, I remember being in that state and talking to someone being like, and then not, vibing with them be like oh fuck off you're a sober person like i can't talk to you right now i can't deal with sober people right now it's like then you go to someone who's like having a similar experience like okay yeah we can we can converse we can relate yeah and it was like you're going through it i just remember that visceral being like i would go to the sober person as like a sounding board of like oh am i see is this real like i would like validate something with them be like okay now fuck off i gotta go like talk to someone that i can talk to me so it's like i can see both ways but yeah it would be you definitely can't have the therapist on drugs. <laughs> well, of course not. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, experience. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. No, and, of course and, not. And but historically, in other cultures that use this, um, the shaman almost certainly has would to be, be high the well. most experienced in that. Oh, which yeah, is kind of the point. That's what I'm saying as well. I I just don't think it's. Um, I don't like it. I don't like. I think with recre- recreationalization of the drug I it'll think become it, more socially acceptable I, I think it could go to that direction where the therapist is like oh yeah i do this shit every week do you think five years it's uh recreationally illegal probably i maybe, don't know i would say i would say maybe eight uh give it to i would say give it to let's uh, elections like i was gonna say let's see if we get eight years of conservative government yeah. just now and then we'll give see. it give it two years of election cycles but the provinces like british columbia is going to do it before the rest of us probably right they're going to legalize they already it. decriminalized like heroin and shit yeah decriminalized but that's different than recreational legalization well they've got uh they've decriminalized it and have uh safe drug well, taking in, facilities in like Washington, maybe not. No, Colorado. You can buy like magic mushroom, like chocolate at fucking at a, at a dispensary. Yes. Yeah, it's a yeah. gray area. Yeah, right now in Canada, it's a gray industry, which is how marijuana was ten years ago. Yeah. So, so I yeah, I would say maybe a decade. Five would say. be ambitious. Yeah. Ten would be um, a reasonable, reasonable time frame to have it like recreationally available. Will we do mushrooms on this podcast when it's legal? Fuck yeah! First okay. day. All right, we, to celebrate. That'd be a good. That'd be a good bit. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Even if it. the podcast isn't going anymore, we'll just revive the podcast. The podcast is going. Don't talk like that. The podcast will never die. Yeah. Just like these nuts. Also, uh, it's we're gonna move <laughs> on here to the segment of the show that we call Shot Caller, the part of the show where you, the audience, can pick the shot that we take. This week's episode is sponsored by our friends at uh, Old Smoky. Today we're drinking salted caramel uh, whiskey. Whiskey. Whiskey, uh, Old Smoky, top of the mountain. Thank you, Old Smoky, for sponsoring top, this video. Top of the mountain. I don't know. I just made that up. Okay. Uh, cheers. This has mushrooms in it, by the way. Mm. 
Who's that on Rogan? Oh, Ari. Ari fucking dosed. Um, <clears throat> one of the other guys that's like he's like good friends with. Oh, he I think he dosed Bert. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like dosing people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it, think it, that's cool. It was a big. I I, I remember last time uh, Bert was actually on the Rogan podcast. He was talking about it and how like his wife fucking hates Ari. Yeah. Ari Shafir because to be fair everyone hates Ari <laughs> yeah everyone hates Ari because like the guy's just a loose cannon yeah um because he dosed Bert and yeah it's Bert's wife never fucking forgave him for it I'm a big consent guy yeah with, like, absolutely everything. like that's why I don't want to pay taxes because I didn't consent to them I can see like our friend group for ex- like if everyone was like oh yeah we're down to do shrooms like I, th- I, I don't know I, I think unless you're like explicitly I was gonna say like if everyone's like oh yeah I'm down to do shrooms tomorrow night and then you'd be like actually it's in the food tonight it'd be like oh it'd be almost like and yeah. then you turn it into like a game or something yeah like, I'd be pissed if any of you did that to me yeah like, it's like it, even that's like on the line if you like I consented to it tomorrow and then it happened to me tonight it's like even then it's kind of a violation right yeah as someone who's had like family member like close family members die of overdoses right it's like I feel very uncomfortable not, being not knowing exactly what's in what I'm taking which is why like MK Ultra is like the most fucked up thing no, that's I, ever happened I agree like, like the, they dosed with like a hundred thousand people yeah, if, and most of them were like high ranking government employees like it's yeah. like they're dosing CIA agents at the fucking water fountain yeah um, incredible I don't like and anybody they like, interacted with I've seen people that are like oh at my wedding I'm gonna make the cake inedible and not tell anybody and it's like I don't like shit like that. Like even jo- like I know I get it. I get it's a joke. If 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 it was such a low dose, it only made you like a little bit euphoric, like, dude, and nobody got high. No, but like people, some people have religious like yeah, you know they true. don't want to take the drug or whatever. Yeah. Name something. Maybe you're pregnant. And they haven't told anybody yet. Like right. who the fuck knows, right? Like yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm I'm um like you're anti drug. Completely anti drug. <laughs> no, I think unless you know exactly what you're doing when you're doing it what's it like i i I think it's a violation yeah like i would not like if so if you did that to me i'd fucking cut you out of my friend group Hundred (laughs) percent. yeah yeah that's fair yeah Yeah, i don't know i I wouldn't i wouldn't do it i couldn't conceive of myself doing it yeah i just i'm just trying to think of like playing devil's advocate to that point of like in ways that it could be done in a fun way but it's like uh, you'd have to have like You'd, like you'd, maybe you'd have to be doing it to someone who specifically really likes getting an unexpected surprise. I feel al- like Bert is the kind of guy. He's like, yeah, whatever. My day well, is fucked now, but whatever. I, I'm kind of into that. Here's what I'm gonna say. Like I've been in positions like that before, yeah. where you're just with degenerates on your right. fucking sixth day of a bender, right? And you're like, oh, that was you know, I put fucking Molly in there, and then it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So like I've been around people like that where it's like that's happened. Yeah. Um. But like I just I sorry it just made me think of this video I saw recently a bunch of old like a bunch of like senior citizens drinking lean yeah I have a good lean story <laughs> have you seen that no I haven't oh actually oh my god but, I don't... oh actually I I think I saw it on my TikTok and I just scroll past it yeah I, this is dumb. I was like I I was actually hanging out with Zach at the time and like I showed him the video it was like no nah, I don't feel anything they're like ah oh, maybe I'll take another sip and all of a sudden and they like slowed down the video into like slow mo and it's like. 20 seconds of like (laughs) (laughs) like i've never had lean but it's fucking hilarious watching a bunch of 80 year olds get fucked up so i've had lean like twice or three times and uh for those of for the kids at home for the kids yeah for the kids at home i don't know if kids drink lean anymore they should maybe they do it's expensive but so it's um uh promethazine 
codeine syrup and sprite yeah uh and then you can throw some jolly ranchers in there for flavor if you want <laughs> so it's basically the codeine's what gets you high mm-hmm. the promethazines i think just to make you not die from it if i recall great um and then what are like the the drugstore ingredients though it's like cough syrup right yeah, co- it's cough syrup, but what they do with cough syrup off the counter, and not even off the counter, but like prescribed cough syrup, Yeah, the stronger stuff, they mix it with like Tylenol right? because it counteracts the psychoactive parts right. of the codeine. But so what you need is like straight codeine syrup, right. which you can't really buy anywhere. You need to like, it needs to be finessed somehow. Right. Um. So, so an unrealistically difficult thing to do, which makes it very expensive. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, a pint's like eighty bucks here. Jeez. Yeah, uh, cheaper in like California, I think and you can a, get. Is a pint like for a party or for a person? <laughs> I guess depends how heavy <laughs> depends you are. How Probably split that with two people, but yeah, like one yeah. person in a oh, night. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's expensive, and uh, allegedly, um, if I heard of anyone buying the codeine syrup uh they were getting it from a doctor hmm. who was selling it out of the back of the hospital basically right so which i mean tracks it's gotta come from somewhere considering the healthcare system we have here yeah so whatever but uh yeah so it's uh codeine promethazine and sprite so i was 17 probably i remember it was my buddy um oh fuck i don't remember his name anymore i can picture his head in my i, I had a lot of uh Degenerate friends back then. Your picture's uh, head, not his face. When I was at his uh, apartment. It was right on uh, Main, but like North Main, right before it gets sketchy, like just before um, the Kildonan Park. Okay. So like between um, Cheap Pegwas Trail and like Salter, kind of that area. Yeah. So, um, I was in his apartment. Yeah, get on maps, people. <laughs> so, I was in his apartment, and uh, they're drinking a two-liter Sprite, which is lean. But I was, like, 17 or 18. I didn't know. I had never heard of it before. Yeah. Um, because this is before Spotify. Which is also <laughs> fair, because I hadn't heard of it before I met you. <laughs> <laughs> this I would have been, This would have been 2013. Mm-hmm. So, I was... Um, it was before, you know, fucking... Um, Juice World came out with yeah. uh, Lean With Me and stuff. Like it was before, like the rappers were doing it. Yeah, it was like just becoming popular. And uh, so they're taking swigs, and he passes this two liter to me, and he goes, "You want some Lean?" And I go, "Glug, glug, glug, glug. What's Lean?" <laughs> if that ain't like, if that ain't a relatable story, <laughs> like fucking like, like take the drug, then be like, "What is that?" Yeah, I took gulps, and yeah. he's like. All right, <laughs> get ready. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I was fucked up. Uh, I didn't really like it. Um, I think I did it a couple other times just because, like, to be cool. Yeah. Um, when I was young, but uh, didn't like it. That was also the same guy I did um, ketamine for the first time with. Yeah. And I hated it. I really didn't like the feeling. I don't know how people fucking party on that. I was literally just like, I'm just like, I laid down in a bed. Yeah. And I would like turn my head and it would be black and then the world catches up like two seconds later. <laughs> like, it sounds like it'd be hard to dance on. And I don't know how these fucking English people are just fucking raving on it. It's fucked. I don't like, I don't know. I didn't like it. Cause they're probably cutting it with MDMA. Yeah. To be fair, I may have gotten a fucking half the shit I used to do back in the day. It's like, I'm lucky I didn't die. Yeah. 
that was before we were cutting shit with fentanyl though but yeah fentanyl fentanyl just ruined all the party drugs yeah well i can't i like i don't really do drugs anymore but i like i'd be so sketched out yeah like bring a fucking testing kit all everywhere like how many of my fucking friends like rappers like how many people need to fucking die before you're like maybe i should stop fucking doing cocaine from random fucking people people like yeah doing doing cocaine off of like a random person's name x body part used to be like a symbol of like freedom freedom and indulgence me and tyler and now thought of two very different body parts uh when we when he said that anyway did we yep we did are you sure yes no no i don't think you are and now it's just a potential death sentence. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, this is up. this is the real, like, I know Trump's talking about, like, the fall of America. This is my red line, is coke ain't clean no more. <laughs> like, this used to be, uh, like, I'm imagining, like, the psycho era Wall Street doing blow off of every... Like, yeah, it was, like, 99% pure. <laughs> like, there's just blow off. There's just blow on just about... There's residual blow on just about every surface. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you could just, like, do it and be fine. And now it's potentially a death sentence because some asshole cut it with fentanyl poorly. Do you know be- what... Like, why? You know, you know what, like, worldwide drug sales are? Trillions. Trillions, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, two, three trillion dollars. And people are like, you can just be sober and the world will be fine. It's like, no, the world, humans are not okay with sober. There's a reason this is a thing. The line from Breaking Bad where Skylar is telling Walt just to like, just to quit. Yeah. And he's like, do you have any idea? Like this business is big enough. It could be listed on the NASDAQ. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and it's true. It's like, um, like Pablo Escobar shout out was, um, bless up. Was selling, what was it, like $2 million a day or something? No, that seems low. More. Yeah, maybe it was more than that. But, like, yeah, I I made a post about it one time, like a business post. He was making more money than General Motors. Yes, that's true. I was, no, no, no. You know what he was doing? The two, uh, two million was in my head because he was spending $2 million a week on rubber bands. Right. To yeah. hold the cash. That he was making. Um, that he was making, and uh, like 10% of it was getting eaten by rats. Yeah. Uh, to the point where they started burying it. Um, oh, because they were burying it, it was getting yeah. eaten by rats. Yeah. Um, because there was, he had so much cash that if he brought it into circulation, it would crash Colombia's economy. Yeah. Because he had more cash than the government had. Yeah, he could have paid off their debt. Yeah, which well, he, he, try, he well, offered he, to. He offered to yeah. pay off their debt. He offered to pay off the national debt if he would. Uh, they would drop the warrant. Yeah, if they yeah. pardon him. Yeah, um, like honestly, they should have taken the fucking deal. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys remember. This is true. He got elected. Yeah. To their mem- their parliament. Yep. Like, it was kind of a sham. Apparently, uh, he was the running mate of another guy, and yeah. that guy resigned immediately. Right. Like it was all a thing. Right. Because you can't run if you're. Uh, can't run if you have a criminal record, but you can hold the office. Right. So they like got around it, but that's real. He got like voted. Yeah. Um, into a position. He wanted to be president. That was his, um, that was his goal was he wanted to be president of Columbia. Honestly, he would have had the squeakiest record of any president <laughs> that's, in that's, the North and South Americas. That's very fair. Um, 
we're we're we we have like a frame less murder less drugs <laughs> we have a frame picture of escobar behind us um it's a picture uh when he was on the fbi's number one most wanted list uh, it's a picture of him with his son in front of the white house uh while he was being hunted by back in the day when you could take a picture in front of the white house and actually see the white house <laughs> and there wasn't a giant 14 foot concrete barrier but this is the most wanted man and he's just standing there no no disguise with his kid in front of the white house i think that i have a feeling that the nsa has this photo printed out in like a giant fucking format when people walk in to work in the morning <laughs> and the nsa is like this is your motivation to not be a fucking asshole and monitor every single human being on the planet. We've said it before, or I've said it more specifically, but I'm uh, very pro drug cartel. Um, minus the they have less war crimes than most governments. Yeah, in theory, I don't. I like them. I don't like the whole killing innocent people thing. Um, Again, I've said it most before. Most governments. <laughs> well, no, I don't like the government either. But I've yeah. said it before. Like if if you if gangbangers are killing gangbangers and cartels are killing cartels, that's fine. You've consented to be killed if you join a good gang. I think right. that's that's something I believe. Um, but like Escobar just started bombing uh, pharmacies. Yeah. Because the his main rivals, the Cali cartel, owned a bunch of legitimate pharmacies right. to like launder their money. He started bombing them. Right. Uh, killed like fucking hundreds of innocent people. And the airliner. Like uh, blew up a plane. Yeah. Um, to kill one guy, like, yeah, that's okay. Maybe not cool. I mean, <laughs> like, the CIA wanted to blow up a plane just because. And blame no, they were gonna be blame Cuba. Yeah, but not to like even kill a guy. It's called uh, Operation North Winds. Look uh, up. This is declassified by JFK. That um, Eisenhower. No, who was before JFK? Was not Eisenhower? Was it? Um, was it Nixon? The president before JFK. Um, no, Nixon was after, uh, the president before JFK, uh, had a, it was signed by the joint joint chief of staffs Yep. that uh, they were going to blow up a commercial plane full of Americans, full of just Americans going on vacation, blow it up, kill, you know, 200 of them and then blame it on Cuba to go to war with Cuba. Yeah. And, uh, midway before they could do it, JFK got elected and then you get a debrief of everything that's going on. And they put that on his desk. He's like, what the actual fuck are we doing? And like threw it out. Yeah. But they were going to do it. So. Yeah. There's actually. I don't want to get fucking into it. But 9-11 can be kind of tied to that whole cycle of presidential briefings. But. Um, Do you see the thing I sent you with the George Bush? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. funny. All of Bush's family. Like one of Bush's. Bush's father was present at. um JFK's assassination. Um, his brother was like, what was it? Do you remember? Uh, like two of his brothers were all present at like weird times. Like other assassinations. Other assassinations. It was just like, yeah. It's or like, involved mm, with. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys was involved with uh, the shooter on the grassy knoll. Lee Harvey Oswald? Yeah. Like just every, the, the bushes through history. That's yeah. great. Love the bushes. Um, based. Uh, I think Escobar should be in charge. I think, well, here's a... You know his kid is a, um, just like an architect? Oh, love that. Like, yeah, they, uh, and apparently people always, all the time, try to, like, interview him for a documentary or whatever, and he's like, not nah, get, get the... But yeah, he's just like an art architect living in, like, Panama. Nice. He's just, like, living his life. 
I would bet he always wins his bids. <laughs> I think like, that, like just to be safe, I would keep the name. <laughs> just just to be safe, just, I'm going to give just, him the bid. Just in case. Uh, well, because so, like so, here's here's what I was gonna tie that all up with before mm-hmm. we get off topic was that drug car. Like I currently operate a drug cartel. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. I state sanctioned. I, I operate a drug business, and a drug cartel. Uh, operates me like I'm an underling right. for a drug cartel because in Manitoba we have where we live we have uh, you're like the producer under the cartel yeah all the alcohol sold in our province is sold by the government cartel. so they are a drug cartel and I produce the alcohol and they buy it from me and then resell it at a profit yeah. that is literally like this is a controlled substance like irrefutably alcohol kills more people than any other controlled substance Um, and but when I like Tyler passed me a beer earlier that he bought. I haven't fucking bought this. I don't know where it came from, but he handed it to me. And I kind of looked at the, uh, you know, the, the label and there's a little, there's a little, uh, explanation of what the beer is. There's a little, Oh, it's a fourth anniversary beer. So there's a little, some, some writing about that, about the company it says the alcohol percentage, the size, where it's made, who's it's made by. It even has ingredients in both English and French. And a little barcode that I could scan and get like a reading of it, uh, you know. Um, and I just trusted that because yeah. there's a lot of legitimacy on this little label. Looks good. Looks like no one would make this in their basement probably. Um, <laughs> Labels is the difference between basement wine <laughs> and store wine. <laughs> I'll tell you. A, yeah, I'll tell you a story off camera with that. But, um, you know, you, you, someone, even you gives me a, you know, offers me a bump of cocaine. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's no label on that. How, well, not only that, but like, I know how the rigorous, uh, testing that I have to go through with alcohol. Yeah. Like I send all my products off every batch off to a, uh, accredited lab that throws it through a gas hydro spectrometer 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 whatever and it gives me a readout of everything that's in it the chemical makeup of yeah. what's in the product alcohol percentage you know arsenic uh, lead content whatever etc cetera, et cetera. even the fluoride in the water like 400 different readings of, of yeah. different things and i do that with every product yeah and uh there's quality assurance government agents that go uh, it's about two thousand times a year they go through liquor stores yeah. in this province and take stuff off the shelf and test it yeah. to make sure it's compliant with their with what the label says it is. That's where a billion dollars goes to. And uh, the fact that my cocaine isn't being tested like that yeah. is a cause for concern, right? Yeah, like absolutely. The, like every other fucking industry has to go through quality control tests. And all the grievances about the about drugs could be solved with legalizing of regulation. Yeah. yeah. Like literally every and like every fucking thing that conservatives say as a downside of drugs could be solved with legalization, recreate like making it a recreational drug and regulating it. Well, great example is like people um that need surgery and they got put on fentanyl in the hospital. Right. That's fentanyl. What's different? What's the difference? One's regulated and given you a specific dose and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And the other is not like. Yeah. And one's cut. One's poorly dosed, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. 
Well, that's the problem is you just don't know because like that's when people die of overdoses yeah. is because they think it's going to be the same potency as they had last time. Right. And it ends up not being. Right. Right. So they do a line, but a line isn't actually a line. That line is 10 lines. Right. Because and then your heart explodes. Right. Right. Because it's a different dose because it's a fucking it's like you're drinking um, homebrew uh, distilled home distilled vodka and you get a fucking swig of methanol. Right. Because they didn't do it right. Because Oops. they're idiots. Like, because they don't fucking know. Right? It's like, I don't know. And I'm not advocating necessarily for government to step in <laughs> and solve this problem because the free market isn't able to function if the government is just putting a boot on it. Right. It's not a free market. It's not a free market because it's fuck. Like, anyone. It's an illegal underground market. Anyone who's like, if I need, hey, can I test my fentanyl? So my customers don't die. Yeah, and brings it to a lab. They're gonna fucking call the cops. Right. Yeah. If it, was, <laughs> if it was a true free market, you'd be buying it at the corner store, and it'd be stamped with a bunch of reputable stamps. Yeah. So I Space. don't know. I'm kind of like uh, I'm split with how I want legalization to roll out. Yeah. Because I think that there should be no drug should be against the law, but. At the same time, how much control do I want the government to have? Yeah, just one cartel to another. Lit- yeah, yeah. Pick <laughs> your overlord. What's the di- yeah, pick your overlord. Well, I remember like hearing you go to Russia and you either, it's like, okay, you got to either pay the cops to protect you or pay the mafia to protect you. Yeah. It can be either one, but you have to pick because someone's getting paid. Yeah. And someone needs to protect you. You can pick either one, but you need to do it. Yeah, and back to your point before of, like, executing Escobar and people believing that, like, that's going to solve the violence, that's going to solve the cartel problem. Um, Anecdotally, from, like, my fucking family that lives in Mexico and is in cartel territory, the execution of... Different cartel, obviously, but... Yeah, the execution of these leaders, um, like Cali Cartel and whatever, actually... That was also uh, Colombia. But but what is the Sinaloa? Sinaloa is the north, yeah, the northern one, right? Yeah, um, but either way, there's the, five. The cartels, Guadalajara can... cartel, Sinaloa cartel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Narcos Mexico. There's five of them. Yeah, so my family's Sinaloa was Sh- the biggest one. Yeah, my family's around Chihuahua, so whatever the fuck is there, it's it's contested territory either way. But whenever the top... is that why you have tremble machine? Yes. <gasps> whenever the top guy gets taken out, it just. Creates, it creates more violence, right? Yeah. It creates a lot more violence. And honestly, you should have just become president. It, everything, <laughs> everything would have been fine. Solved a lot of problems. Because the guy was a fucking businessman. I'm kidding. But like, unironically, Escobar standing in front of the White House is like a... It's something that's impossible today. I have it on the wall because it's like such a figurehead. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's such a like. It's just it's so insane. Yeah, that'd be like that'd be like Edward Snowden standing there. No, no, no. that'd be like uh, Kim Jong Un standing like, there. Yeah, Putin. No, Putin. I guess is a better example right now. Right. If Vladimir Putin just was walking around Washington D.C. with an arrest warrant over his head, like with a death warrant over it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And just gets candid family photos unbothered. Yeah. Because nobody knows. That, that can't happen anymore. No. 
Not since the Patriot Act. <laughs> not since well, not well. I listened back what one two episodes, where I was going over the the social media law that's coming down the pike for TikTok. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was last episode, I think. Yeah, that's gonna be another fucking watershed moment. Great, we're all living in hell. Um, on that bright and cheery note, uh, buy drugs. It's better for you than the government. Um, it's tax season, so don't pay that because it's not illegal. So here's the thing with tax evasion. It's not, uh, well, it's illegal to not pay your taxes, obviously, but it's more illegal. Uh, it's not a felony in the United States, and it's not a capital offense in Canada to not file your taxes. Yeah. That's not tax evasion. Right. Failure to file your taxes is not tax evasion. Tax evasion is you get a tax bill and you don't pay it, or right. you're taking illegal um, shortcuts, you're misreporting, yeah. or you're lying. Not reporting your taxes is not a jailable offense. Right. Do with that information as you will. <laughs> that being said, that's what they put uh, John McAfee in Spanish prison for, was not filing his taxes. Right. So take with that what you will. <laughs> yep, and John McAfee is an unproblematic figure. Rest in peace, John McAfee. Rest in peace, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> um and uh, buy some drug testing kits next time you're out. But actually, buy some drug testing kits next time you're out. Please. Just have a couple. Or have a, um, what do they call that? Maxiprone, what is it? Uh, the thing they're trying to make fucking illegal. Um, fuck, it starts with an N? Noxaprone? I'll put it on the screen. Pop. <laughs> Shit. Um, How did I blank on this? You can buy that on Amazon. Yeah. It's a, uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, no, sorry. It's a, uh, it's a patent. It's a patent issue right now where they potentially may be oh. like jacking up the fucking price. Um, just... You can buy it and it's. Uh, Narcan. Narcan. There you go. What did I say? Naxaprone? That's not Something. even close. Yeah. Um, Narcan. Buy some Narcan because I don't know what it does. It's just an adrenaline shot, right? Basically. Uh, Yeah. It, no, it's better. It it basically counteracts it, like binds with the. There's drug. an amazing uh, Law and Order SVU scene. <laughs> like, no, this was something that went viral because it was like forever ago, and they're like, "Oh, this kid's dying. Uh, can we give them anything?" And they and the doctor's like, "Well, yeah, there's this amazing drug. It could like immediately fix this problem." And they're like, "Okay, we'll give them that." They're like, "We can. It's illegal." Yeah. Like, what do you mean it's illegal? It's like, yeah, just in America, it's illegal. Buy some Narcan if Narcan. If someone's overdosing, you give them Narcan and they, it fixes them. Uh, and in Canada, um, if you are overdosing and go to a hospital, they're not allowed to call the cops. Right. In like 30 of 50 states, uh, they do call the cops. Yeah. If you're overdosing, because then that's evidence of you doing illegal drugs. Yeah, because they're in, fucked and stupid. In Canada, uh, I think if you if you come in with your friend who's overdosing and say he's overdosing, they're not even supposed to look at your uh, health card. Yeah. They're supposed to just do it. Yeah. And then just send you on your way. Yeah. Like, make sure you're fine. Fucking makes sense to me. Um, we brought, like, this will be on my last story of the episode, but uh, my friend, uh, I won't say his name because, yeah, but... Uh, I don't know if I've told this story before on the podcast, but he, um, we were drinking and among other things and he was doing some other things and he was, so my trap house had this like, um, it's a bungalow. Mm -hmm. So like the first floor is up 
a little bit because you have like stairs that go up. Yeah. Uh, so the back had this um, wooden patio that was raised and everyone would smoke there. So I was right in front of him, this guy, big guy, like 6'5", 250 pounds kind of guy, like mm-hmm. big, big, like, I don't want to say fat, but like, you know, not ripped, but like Chonky. just a big guy. And uh, he was sitting on the railing uh, and I was right in front of him and he fucking fell backwards right onto like patio brick. Oh God. So we pick him up. We're like, bro, you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we sit him down and then he just goes like, he's looking at us. He goes like this and he comes back and his hand is dripping with blood. Yeah. Like his head is bleeding so fast that touching it covered his fucking hand and wrist with blood. Yeah. We're like, all right, we're going to the hospital. Yeah. So the hospital actually happened to be like 10 minute walk away. So we fucking and big guy. We throw him over to, it took two of us to throw him over our shoulders and drag him. And he's fucked up on who knows what. Right. And, uh, we bring him in the hospital and, uh, they're like, yep, okay. So we bring him to the room and they're like, okay, we need to know what drugs he's on. So we're like, yeah, he's on, you know, MDMA is on, uh, what? and then he's like, I did heroin. I did methamphetamine. And he starts yelling at the nurse, like not yelling, but just being like, I'm, I'm on a fucking barbiturate. I'm in like, cause he's yeah. like, can we leave now? <laughs> and we're yeah. like, bro, he's like dripping blood on the floor. And we're like, uh, but he's like, I don't want to be here. So he's like lying to them. He's like, I'm on heroin. <laughs> and he's just fucking up the entire thing. Yeah. And we're like, okay. So then I have, I like take the nurse and I'm like, okay, we're also fucked up. <laughs> like, please bear with me. I'm, we're not tr- like, I'm, let me get a hold of this. Right. I'm like, shut the fuck up. So we put him and they put an IV in him and he fucking takes it out. <laughs> so they put the IV back in and they're like, stop that. And then the nurse was like, I can fucking, uh, I, there's, I can, uh, like cuff you to the bed. Yeah. I can like fucking belt around your chest if they, if like I'm, that's within my right. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, fine. <laughs> like, um, but I just remember that. And then yeah, they didn't look at, uh, cause I was like, do you want me to like find his wallet and get his, she's like, no, don't worry about it. Hmm. Cause we in Manitoba, at least I think all of Canada, different provinces, when you turn 18, they mail you a health card Yeah, that has a number on it, a nine digit number that represents your health insurance and it's all it's state state uh, taxpayer funded in Canada. Yeah. But uh, you need that health card to go to the doctor. Yeah. But uh, I remember saying to her, like, can I find that card for you? She's like, don't worry about it. Hmm. And I don't know if that's policy or she's like, I'll just fucking get him. So stitched up hmm. his head, uh, gave him a uh, saline IV dripped out the, drugs the heroin <laughs> the drugs and then uh and then we we left with them but we were there for like five hours or something yeah but um i just remember that be i and so that sticks out to me where i was like can i find his health card for you and she's like don't worry about it i'm yeah, just not gonna drama- I, dramatically I like, different experience to we're calling the cops they're showing up now now you're because i think l- she, with the legal she system. was ba- the nurse was basically like i'm not even gonna put anything in the computer right like i'm not gonna tell anyone you were here yeah right yeah, dramatically different where you can, like, there's the reason why these fucking, like, frat kids overdose, or not even overdose, alcohol poisoning. Right. No one fucking dies of alcohol poisoning here. Right. Well, I mean, people probably do, but, like, I've, you know, I know people that drink a fucking lot and have gone to the hospital for alcohol poisoning and never, but it's because they're 20. Yeah. And you have alcohol poisoning and you're like, I'm going to get in trouble if I go to the hospital. Right. And then they fucking die. Right. That happens in the States. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not 21. So... Yeah. It's not a thing here. No. 
which fuck off. Like I'm anti-government completely, but if the government is going to do anything, good healthcare is probably a good place to start. Healthcare, roads, energy, I'm water. Just, I'm pissed at them, food. and I want ref- I want to abolish the government because they are not the, this this particular government. Not not the idea. Uh, of... Government is not the person that's going to be able to do that effectively. Try governing thirty million people. I put me in charge. I will. All right. So I could on easily that, do it. On that note, vote Easy. Willows. <laughs> Vote Willows. Follow me on everything. Vote Willows. V-O-T-E-W-I-L-L-O-W-S. Um, Tyler is this one. He's been posting more to his Tyler the Tyler. Yeah, at Tyler the underscore Tyler. And, or uh, just straight up Surface Studio. Straight He's been posting Studio. a lot more. He's trying to get more content with his uh, with his tiling business. So. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, working because it's uh, getting me jobs, which gets me money. So We like. Doesn't matter how many followers you got if that <laughs> shit converts. And then hopefully next week I have an announcement for you guys. Mm. Hopefully. We'll see. I'm already so, aroused. Thanks for listening. Us just rant about us doing drugs. Uh, <laughs> follow us. I'll be on this point on whatever. Stream anywhere you stream. But This if is relevant to your business if you're woke. Woke? Did somebody <laughs> say woke? <laughs> woke podcast canceled. <laughs> Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast.